Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. But first, a quick commercial break. Wonderful when everything worth doing is scheduled, hitting the stop button on your alarm just in time for your morning job. That happy moment listening to your baby's heartbeat at the doctor's office. On a range virtual meeting with that big client. Buy airtime ahead of time with scheduled airtime service on MTN Momo. You can schedule your airtime purchase of any amount daily, weekly, or monthly by dialing star 170 hash option 3 and follow the process. Or simply dial star 170 star 311 hash for a superb airtime purchase experience. You enjoy 100% bonus airtime anytime you recharge yourself with MTN Momo. Keep on talking with that 100% feeling. So, what are we doing today? MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks, and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764101 764292 and everything has built up nicely. We've done two minutes and 11 seconds already. Our commentary is brought to you by Azar Paints uh, since 1921. And they're carrying us all the way through. A big thank you to all of you who are joining us as well. Bayview, where the rest of the Joy Sports team is. But we're making sure that we're make, giving you everything that you need in terms of describing the action. Aaron Sakaya is here with me. And Aaron, all what we have seen today, apart the... Um, interesting, you know, should I say, guys who have come in to start today, like Jao, you know, Besides getting back in. What has that really, really got to say about the game? Well, it promises to be a good one. Yes, I know. You just stopped there because it was a very, very good shot coming in there, you know, from Edson Zeko, who looked like scoring the first goal uh, tonight. Definitely. This promises to be a good one, as I said. Uh, AC Milan making a few changes yeah. to last week's 11. We, this promises to be a good game because AC Milan have a very big mountain to climb. Although we said before the game, a 2-0 lead can very quickly become a 2-2 on aggregate because this Champions League tie is very, very, very important, especially because of the rivalry between the two. And we'll see how all of the pants out. Uh, it's Zaghi, the head coach of... Uh you know, international is already screaming out instructions and it's looking very, very good already. Whilst the ball comes in for McNan. It's gone out there to the young man who gets to start today uh, for Asa Milan Jiao. Uh, the chairman with a pass out there, quickly hit out again for his goalkeeper all the way into the Inter Milan half. Ball is handled very, very well. He tried to run through it, has been taking out and has rolled over out there. Uh, so much coming into this game, so much really in terms of where this is going to be turning out. The last time International made it to the final of the UEFA Champions League was back in 2010. They managed to win that against Bayern Munich. And the last time AC Milan made it to the final, obviously, you know, was back in 2007 when they beat Liverpool in a bit of a revenge after they lost out to Liverpool in the final in Istanbul in 2005. Can they reach Istanbul again? That's the question. But already it's uh, 
two goals to nil by the first leg and they're looking to turn things around. Four minutes and 17 seconds. Stani here. Asa Milan, obviously, in their red and black playing at the San Siro. Beautiful shot straight and goes above everybody. Goalkeeper uh, Onana rooted to the spot, really. This wasn't going to be affecting him in any way. But, of course, huge history. They, between the two sides, they've won the Champions League ten times, obviously. But uh, an entirely different game we're looking at tonight. Entirely different in terms of the personnel, obviously, back in uh, 2010 and 2007, respectively, we had the likes of Samuel Eto'o, Zanetti, we had uh, Milito. On AC Milan side, we had leaders like Maldini, we had Nzagi, we had Kaká, we had so many legendary players. So in terms of the differences between those teams and the teams today, maybe younger teams, quite a bit of experience on both teams as well. So that will definitely count. Ball kills out to the right-hand side. International try to keep this so tight. And that ball has been laid nicely all the way back to Bastoni. It's been released heavily then, and then he'll look to try and set it out. Achebe, Achebe with the ball to Barella. Back to Achebe, uh, and uh, they're playing in the blue and the black from left to right at the San Siro. You can call it the Gupen Mirza, named after yeah, a man who won the World Cup twice, also played for Internazionale and AC Milan. This was back in 1980. It's been a very, very good ground hosting about uh, four European Cup finals, heavy ones as well, including, yeah, World Cups in 1934 and 1990. So it's a very, very big round, and they love to share it. The rivals love to share it as the ball goes into Tomori. Tomori hits that out to Hernandez. Hernandez with it for AC Milan, handles it over to Rafael Leal, who's expected to do some wonders. It's up to, what, 12 goals already this season. That's more than what he did last season, and indeed he is the... Uh, second or yeah, high, second high scoring Portuguese in the Italian Serie A. Guess, guess after who? Just like Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> in a short time, you know, which <laughs> you know, back out there in the events. But obviously, uh, he's expected to, to show a lot here. Was he very missed in the first leg? Absolutely. He is their talisman. If there's one person AC Milan's looking to to create something out of nothing or to score a very important goal or to give an important assist, it's definitely Rafael Leal. So we don't know how fit he is for today. We don't know if he's still carrying that injury and maybe he's been thrown onto the pitch a bit prematurely but today he's going to be definitely he's definitely going to be very important for AC Milan it's a big question big one there six minutes and 40 seconds if you're joining us there are no goals to tell you about Hernandez switches down to the right hand side finds his goalkeeper McNan he hits a big one out there and it's uh, straight into the center circle heads go up a little bit of a pushing Chalhanoglu who knows a lot about AC Milan play there you know score some goals for them another shot coming in there this time was going nowhere that Barella was looking over it and he can pull a, a lot here part of that team, an important cog of that Italian team that won the Euros here in England, and, and he hasn't looked back since. Absolutely, Barella's been in, in absolute fantastic form with Inter Milan, winning the league as well with them, and he's uh, interested quite the likes of big clubs in Europe. Whether he's going to leave, that's, that's going to be another question, but he's definitely interested the likes uh, of big sides in Europe. Barella and even other uh, Italian players in those in both teams actually have played really well in the Euros and this might be uh, a shop window for, for any of them really. You are live on Hits 103.9 FM, Joy 99.7 FM on a number of affiliates across the country around the world in myjoyonline.com We did not quite think he was going to make it today. Messiah is on the pitch uh, tonight and getting to play his bit just shows you the, the kind of pressure they have been under to ensure things have just been sorted out AC Milan, yeah, having to pull Rafael Leal and also make sure the Messiah himself was in as well uh, because they know that they have to show up tonight or forget it. <laughs> Absolutely. AC Milan have to show up. And, and a very interesting uh, few scenes that we've seen over the past weekend and yesterday, two days ago as well. Uh, actually, today they were sent off by the ultras of AC Milan, uh, sending them all their support. And after their uh, quite surprising defeat on the weekend against Spezia, away 2-0, uh, the team actually went to the awake section and had a conversation with the ultras who showed how uh, disappointed they were about this defeat. So maybe that type of conversation gave them a bit of motivation for tonight. Maybe they can find something here. Tonali with a ball into the penalty box there. Or latched onto it nicely. Brahim Diaz was looking to get right. Rafael Leal. Uh, the Portuguese with it outside the 18-yard box for AC Milan. Turns nicely. Nine minutes if you're joining us. No goals to tell you about the former uh, Chelsea man. Tomori with a pass out there down to the right-hand side. It's been taken by Calabria. And he turns out and he's making another run as they try to keep it here inside the... Uh, we, I feel we're, we're 
told we're close to 79,000, hitting the 80,000 block already. This is the biggest stadium inside Italy and certainly one of the largest across uh, Europe, definitely. The pass has come back to Rafa Leal. Leal turned out. He's kept it very, very close to the near touchline, looking for the next pass. That pass goes in beautifully. It was touched nicely there by Giri. was looking to tear over that, but sticking over again. And very well, DiMarco turns out. The pass gone back out to the right-hand side as they try to set themselves here. AC Milan are looking for the first goal. Maybe the tonic they need somehow. Nana had been forced out of his area and they were looking for the, the follow-up here. That didn't quite come. Olivier Giroud is applauding and there's a bit of great noise coming in from the AC Milan side of things here. But that was a good, good, good incursion. Very good first opportunity and I feel like this is not the last time we're going to see this crosses into the box to find the big man up front, Olivier Giroud. Very well-weighted cross by Messias to find Giroud in the box. Unfortunately, as he heads it back into the uh, small small send, small um, area inside yep. the box, he finds no one, and it's a corner for AC Milan. Corner kick on the way. AC Milan, Tenali standing over it. Ten minutes, live on Joy, 99.7 FM, also live on Hits, 103.9 FM. Here's the second leg of the first semi-final for us this week. Tomorrow, we come your way with Manchester City versus Real Madrid. That will be another cracker, and the Joy Sports team has got you covered. Tenali with a hand up, pointing a finger up in the air, indicating what next. Right-footed corner kick into the penalty box. Not it out there, but the very, very tall Jekyll made sure that that ball is going nowhere and it bounces off again. Can they try to bring it up? A big boot of the ball. Referee Clement Perrin is the man in charge of the game from France. I'll tell you a bit about him, but now though, they're trying to get their way into it. Tonali fighting. It's a wonderful pass into space. Oh, that one could have been a wonderful goal. Once again, as the Inter Milan plays on the to claim very, very foul on Barella, but very good chance again. Uh, ball very well won by Tonali. He, he gets away from Dumfries. He finds Brahim Diaz in the box, but unfortunately, he hits it with his weaker right foot. And Onana has a very, very easy save, to be honest, as we're seeing it again. This should be a goal, really. Yeah, this should be a goal because he was right in there. Just as you made the point, yeah. A bit of advertisement uh, with that one going down and advertising that particular sprawling save. But anyway, Onana was there to ensure he was going nowhere. Referee Clement Appeal, there's no man to be intimidated on this pitch. That's just checking him in out. Wow. He, he was the man in charge of the 2022 Champions League final. In charge of the 2021 Europa League final between Villarreal and Manchester United. Of course, you know that the 2022 Champions League final was between Liverpool and Real Madrid. Uh, he's been uh, also has he's handled the UEFA Europe, I mean Euro Games in 2016 and as well in the 2018 World Cup. So definitely he knows his his bit. Started uh, coaching officially or had his badges for UEFA in 2010. So he's been out there and has handled some very very big games. Uh, even, even a bit of temptation to me that he's looking likely he could handle the final this, this this year as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, big games require big referees. We've seen that so many times in the past. You want experience there. You want someone that can calm the game and command the game, set the pace of the game and keep everyone calm when needs to be. See how that goes. Uh, in Milan, obviously, coming into this game with a with better form over the season. They've looked great. Uh, when, they, when the two sides met in the league itself... Uh, Inter Milan won at home, and AC Milan won at home as well. Uh, Inter Milan won by one goal to nil, and AC Milan won by three goals to two. Some very, very good goals coming in that day. So, yeah. But aside that, the rest of the meetings, Inter Milan has taken proper charge. Ball out to the left-hand side. Edin Jekyll over it. Takes a dribble away from Tamuri. Keeps the ball in there. Slides a pass nicely to Dumfries. Dumfries hits it back. Borello with a shot back into it. It came off the hand of the goalkeeper of AC Milan. I mean, over his shoulder. That was quite close. That was an amazing save by Mike Mignon there. He's definitely saved his team and I think as we're seeing it again I think Jekyll might be offside there but that was a very good chance from Inter Milan one chance they were free on goal but they could again again we're seeing it very strong left hand from the AC Milan goalkeeper Mayan did a good shot to ensure that he uh, stopped that somehow and sent us into the 14th minute commentary on Joy 99.7 FM and hits 103.9 FM brought to you by Azar Pains since 1921 Azar Pains number one uh, obviously, we know that the viewing is ongoing as well today uh, inside Bayview. And we expect you, if you're driving around in town, to join out and watch the game with the Joy Sports team. We'll obviously hear from you at halftime, and it will be important that we go all the way. Yes, we're still on the road tomorrow, as we can be away with that big one most of you are looking forward to now. Now the ball, though, is uh, very deep in with Mikitarian, who scored a goal as well. And the first leg ball has gone back out, and you look to have uh, drafted in. 
Now they have a chance to keep it. Bastoni hits it over everybody. Goes straight to the chest of Jamfries. Controls with his left foot. Releases that in again. As controlled on the chest by Lotaro Martinez, who comes down. Challenge by Tamori. Referee looks over his shoulders and calls for an infringement. And it's just about right that that's done. Well, the next man we're probably going to be talking about is uh, well, Romelu Lukaku. Well, he, he may get a chance in the end, but he's, he's been good. Because if you look at the statistics from February to now, he's probably had the most goal contributions, 11. One ahead of the likes of uh, you know, Osiman and Lotaro Martinez. Yes, absolutely. Him and Martinez had a very good partnership when they last won the league, as we all know. Uh, something that that's maybe working is in his disadvantage is the fact that he is only on loan. So maybe Inter Milan looking at that and thinking maybe it's not worth starting someone who's not going to be there next season. So they might as well uh, put their hopes on someone who is going to be there next season in Edin Dzeko and maybe Lautaro Martinez as well. I can understand this is a very complicated you know, off-season for Romelu Lukaku. Definitely. Um, He's going to have to make some very important choices as to when whether he wants to go back to Chelsea and stay or leave Chelsea and go somewhere else. It's difficult. Um, Chelsea needs a number nine to hit the ball into the net, obviously. Uh, but he has um, a checkered history with the club. Yes. Uh, albeit there's no Thomas Tuchel, but he had a really he had a go at everybody in the club, including the fans. Everybody had he, he apologized and all, but that's what makes it complicated. And he seems to be enjoying his football in, in Italy as well. Absolutely, he's, he said it many times. His, his best football he's played in his career has been in Italy. So maybe. <laughs> It might be worth looking at, you know, negotiations with Inter Milan to try and make him come back uh, to Inter, to Italy. It's a big story if he gets to win the Champions League. I guess he went into the final and they're on course to do that. 15 minutes and 49 seconds. Live at Joy 99.7 FM on Hits 103.9 FM. AC Milan have the corner kick. Tonali right-footed into the penalty box. Hits go up. Nodded out there by Jekyll. Uh, who sends it all the way back to He's running over to try and get DiMarco is uh, giving him all the pressure in the world. But he turned around and found his goalkeeper, Mangao, who is uh, tonight in uh, Lime jerseys, of course, uh, with the red and black glow strapped to his hands inside the AC Milan side of the Giuseppe Mieza. Paul passed out there to Jao, the German, who controls that and uh, goes further out to the, uh, the far side. And the ball has rolled all the way back again as they try to set themselves and get in Calibreas with the ball back in there again. And AC Milan have to control it live on Joy, 99.7 FM. Tomori controls it and he turns out and hits with another pass. And it's becoming a bit difficult and how they uh, want to proceed with this. Inter Milan are so cautious. And we're going to be seeing a lot from this. Krunic with the ball out down to the right-hand side. Calabrese is calling for the ball. Didn't quite come to him then. Tomori latches onto that just around the halfway line. It's gone over then to Hernandez. Hernandez with the ball then now into the half of Inter Milan. Leao brings it back to Tomori. And Tomori decides to hit a shot. Decides now to go with the left foot to Jao. Jao now forced the ball back to the right-hand side. And now they've got a chance to run at Inter Milan. Good pass in there, looking for the one-two. Uh, I think Chiri was thinking about other things then in the end. The ball has gone out to the right-hand side. Good turning there by Calabria. Takes it away from his man. Hits a ball into the penalty box. Clearly read again by Perella, who, who is, for me, in the last 17 minutes, the man of the match. Doing it, you know, in the box of Inter Milan and in the box of AC Milan as well. Ball comes out. Good tackle coming through. Perella's been a great guy. Absolutely, Borella's been really good. But from what we're seeing in the first 15 to 17 minutes now, it looks like AC Milan's going to have a lot of the ball. They're going to be enjoying a lot of possession. And Inter Milan might have to try and hit them on the break. Maybe, just maybe, the instructions have been to sit deep and defend their block as much as they can for as long as they can because they are up 2-0. And maybe they're just trying to defend the, the, the lead as much as they can. Here we go, 18 minutes, live on Joy 99.7 FM International. Have not found the goal yet, and same could be said of AC Milan. Oh, they try to get over it, now it's a huge one there. Remember that you can send us your messages wherever you're listening to us from. We we're very happy to read them at halftime via Gary, of course. We'd also do a bit with a, with a, with a few that come in, obviously, from this part. Uh, Aaron Sakaya is joining me in commentary position, as always, and we're making sure that we're painting the right pictures to all of you who are driving at the moment in traffic and uh, looking over your shoulders and, and, and getting in very, very cool and calmly, you know, inside the <laughs> car. If, if you can make it to the Bayview, just uh, get in there and uh, join the Joy Sports team there. Absolutely. Make sure you head over there and uh, enjoy the game tonight. And if you're driving, drive carefully, but enjoy the game I, as you can as well. Just to add a bit of information, Bayview Village is right inside, uh, just around Atomic Junction, and you can join us there. Very, very important. 
Uh, so uh, the team is there, Fento, everybody, Nats, you know, Danny Kranzink, uh, you know, Sicho, everyone there, just getting there. Atomic Junction could be a lot of traffic there. So I, I suggest that you go straight uh, into Bayview Village to watch the game. That will be the best bet. And uh, let's hear from you or what you make of the game. As well, tomorrow we have Oliver Twist in Latabia Koshi to watch Manchester City versus Real Madrid. Live on Joy 99.7 FM as we continue to build up here. As we expected, it was going to be stodgy. It is. It is very, 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 very tight. Very, very tight. Yes, as the demarker has been flagged for outside. A very tight game so far. Both teams looking for a goal here. AC Milan obviously looking for that first goal to try and get them going, to try and look for that equaliser afterwards maybe. But definitely the upper hand for AC Milan. They're enjoying a lot more possession, as I've mentioned before. And they've created uh, the better chances and more chances so far than, than Inter Milan. Yes, mate, the point. Uh, just coming from Manga, he tends out to the right-hand side. Now to try to keep it nicely. Jowl. Jowl, but now they're collaborating. with a quick pass deep into it. Little finder. Olivier Giroud. Giroud then header back to Tonali. And then the ball went over to the right-hand side. And it's going to be a throwing 20 minutes. And time is running out. This is just the, the drill we are talking about. You are down by two goals to nil. You need that first goal. Give yourself a chance in the game. Don't allow Inter Milan to be very comfortable. It is clear what um, Inzaghi wants to do. If, if he's not able to get you know, um, any goal or they don't concede any goal, they're very comfortable. They stay back and counter-attack. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you manage to keep the, uh, the opposing attack quiet in the first half and not concede any goal, you're very much cruising in the second half. But anything can happen in football, of course. On AC Milan's side, the very most the, the most important thing to do was maybe to try and get a goal in the first 10 if you can't make that happen try everything you can to get a goal in the first half to be in a good position in the second half Rafael Leal with the ball now for AC Milan outside the penalty box of Internacional Leal hits the ball side I mean side foot of that square or if you see Calabres is trying to get over it taken away by uh, the huge man Jekyll who's been playing a huge part in defence uh, tonight Pastoni with a quick header is taken away by Lotaro Martinez Martinez with the ball then quickly running away from four of the AC Milan midfielders he's been hacked down that's the right word to use Clement Aprino standing right there and whistled that was almost uh, close to um, uh, some UFC or wrestling stuff he really pushed him <laughs> over the ball <laughs> very good action there from Lotaro Martinez managed to almost wriggle away there from Theo Hernandez and Tonali and other people that were chasing him. Very good, good drive of the ball through the centre circle and he gets taken down by Tonali. Tonali, of course, he's been uh, dubbed at one point the new Perlo yeah, yeah, because yeah. of, you know, the hairstyle, the way of playing and everything else. Um, let's see how, uh, how well he does tonight. It's not easy when those stacks come along, but just as you've made the point, let's see. He's got a bit of time to go in Tonali if he wants to be the, the real Pirlo. He wants to be the new Pirlo. That's a lot of work to do. <laughs> Indeed, <yeah. laughs> you know, especially, especially though, um, if you want to be the Pirlo, it's not even about the club football. It's about what you do for the Italian national team. Absolutely. Because Pirlo was such a, an iconic figure as well for the Italian national team. Yes. And pulled definitely. up a number of times. Well, that's all up there. Olivier Giroud as well. I've got a new contract with AC Milan going to 2024. It's amazing how the strikers these days, you know, are proving to us that old wine is good after all. I mean, they, they are aging well, 35, and playing the best football. Karim Benzema. I mean, you can think about a number of them. It's, it's, it's been really cool. I think I, I agree. I think with a lot of that has to do with strikers nowadays being able to take care of their body more mm. than strikers back in the day. I think the technology and the medicine has advanced as well, which allows... Uh, a lot of strikers to play longer and play more and to show more quality. That'd be fantastic. Ace and Tabellana just into the box of Ace Milan, but excellent, excellent tackle to take it away from them. Barella hits the ball into it. Jekyll lays it off. There's a shot that came through, but went over the post. And really no problems there, even though Mikitarian was looking over it. It's been good. And we were talking about uh, Lotaro Martinez. He has scored seven goals in his last eight games in all competition. 16 goals for Internacional in 2022. That, in 2023, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Someone like Lotaro is obviously the marksman for Inter Milan. He's looked at for goals. He's the one they look at when they need a goal. And they need a very, very important goal to get the crowd lifted and to, to get the teammates lifted as well. Uh, he's having a very good season so far. Obviously, coming off the back of winning the World Cup with Argentina as well. So, not a bad season at all for, for Lautaro. Yeah, my very good friend, Kofi Asante, of course, and his wife, Nana, driving in town and are heading to the Bayview Village. They've just told me they're heading straight to Atomic Junction to go and join the Joy Sports team uh, to watch the game. It's nice. We'll hear from them at halftime what they make of the game. You haven't told me, though, 
uh, which side you support. <laughs> it's very important to highlight. You have to highlight which, which side you support. <laughs> a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a, an infringement right there. DiMarco, you know, brought down a bit there by Calabres. But we're going to see this uh, battle going on between the two of them down the right-hand side. Yes, absolutely. I think with DiMarco bumming down up and down the pitch and we can see Inzaghi there going absolutely mental at the, the fourth official. With DiMarco going up and down that left-hand side, we're going to see a lot of battles with him, uh, Calabria and anyone on that right-hand side. So it's going to be, uh, we're going to see some fights down on the left-hand side today. Yeah, we'll see how it all goes. Live on Hits 103.9 FM across the country. Got a number of our affiliates down freeze with a ball and he had to be on his feet. And Jao was able to get that out of the area. It's a corner kick on the way of international. Yep, Lautaro applauding his teammate there, Dumfries. And I think he could have gone even more. Maybe he could have taken a shot. He, cho- he chose to go for the pass and try and find his teammate, Lautaro, who was in a good position. But it's a corner for Inter Milan. A big thank you to Azar Paints. Since 1921, making sure they're helping us to bring this commentary to you. They've been sponsoring us all season. And I know they're going to be doing that for the years to come. And a big thank you to DSTV Business uh, who have made it possible for us to come your way. And the reason why we're able to get to watch all that's happening, especially as well, are the Bayview Village. Ball coming in. DeMarco with a shot, but clearly uh, was handled there by Tonali, who was inside the penalty box. DeMarco with the ball again. Left-footed into the penalty box of AC Milan. And then that rolled all the way out. Uh, so it's going to be another corner kick after 25 minutes. They the aggregate score at the moment, two goals to nail. International, if it stays this way, uh, making it into the final uh, to play against either Real Madrid or Manchester City. Definitely, I think Inter Milan fans will be happy. You mentioned it at the start of the game, George. First time in the final. They could go to the final for the first time since 2010, uh, emulating the likes of Zanetti, uh, the likes of... Uh, Maicon. They had some great guys. Great you know? guys playing for them up front <laughs> and, of course, led by Jose Mourinho. Diego, Diego, Melito. <laughs> That's an interesting final, yeah, that, in 2010. And they beat uh, Bayern. Of course, uh, since we are on this, we have to talk about it. Uh, our own Sulemontari as well. Uh, Ghana Sulemontari was also in that mix and to ensure that they won the Champions League. Absolutely. Was, uh, yes. very, very great times and, and, and very good times as well when you could uh, watch Sulemontari win the Champions League with Internacional and what uh, Michael Asian win the Champions League with um, Chelsea. Yes. And it went on and on. And then the further back in, in, in the Mighties, of course, in 92. Uh, Abedi Pele winning it with Marseille. Some very, very good times there for Ghanaian football. Hopefully, we're going to get back to that. The ball down to the right-hand side, and he tried to dribble and take it away from everybody. It's going to be a very interesting one today down here. Brahim Diaz as well. Some very good starts all in there. And Messias went down the right-hand side, came down a little challenge. And that's clearly been picked up by the referee. Definitely. And I think for AC Milan, the message is clear as well. From The instructions are clear from Pioli. Uh, is to get that ball into the box and try and find the big man up front to maybe try and head it back into the six-yard box or 18-yard box as well. And maybe someone's going to be there to, you know, put it in the back of the net. But the, the instructions are clear. Go around the outside, round the, via the flanks, and try and put in crosses for the big man. 27 minutes and 13 seconds. Under the lights at the Giuseppe Mieza, that's the name. Uh, as we can call it a San Siro as well. Right-footed into the penalty box and it's been nodded out by the international defence. It's Simeone Inzaghi standing over with his suits and white shirts to match, uh, issuing hand-sketching patterns in the air, trying to, you know, organise this uh, international side to make sure that they are not really hit by Pauli, who is trying to do a good job down at the other dugout. And that ball has gone across the halfway line as they try to build up. Really, really interesting um, with the kind of thinking that Pauli has come into this game with, knowing that he's now by two goals to nail. Yes, absolutely. He had to switch it up. He had to come up with something new, a different plan. Uh, I think the first, what he tried to do in the first... Uh, in the first leg, kind of faded out yeah. because they conceded what, what? two quick goals. Two quick goals. It so backfired that, yeah, easily. It backfired very quickly, so that plan had to be thrown out the window when they just had to try and get back into the game as quick as possible. There we have it. 29 minutes approaching. And remember, guys, we're building up to uh, yeah, the final, the UEFA Champions League. And, and, and like we do it in grand style at Multimedia, we definitely are coming your way with Hits FM, Repio Jesse. That'll take place at Aviation Social Center. It's bigger better. We will watch the final on, uh, like we say, on the Gaganton screen, huge screen, 
have found all through the day and the climax is in there. You want to join us for that? The build-up is very much on and the reason why we've got a whole huge hit seven party on and we're going and we're supporting them all the way. Uh, so we're very excited about that coming up. Now there was a corner kick, international. Wonderful ball into the penalty box. Yeah, race in Milan, not entirely cleared out. Mkhitaryan handed it over again. It's gone to him. DiMarco hits a shot and it's headed out there by Olivia Giroud, who is caught defending. Ball has come in from Achebe. Achebe hands it over to Bastoni. Bastoni hits a shot, clearly red again. International latch onto it again. Barella is looking for it, twisting and turning. Still has the ball, then lays it out nicely, Achebe. And it rolls all the way back in there. To Damian. Damian with the ball for International. Now he hits a long one with yellow boots across down uh, a diagonal to the edge of the penalty box of AC Milan. Loaded back into it. Controlled on the chest by Lotaro Martinez. Hits a short. Camps off uh, his man standing in there. Krunic was right in his way. Cannoned off. And it's going to be a throw-in. Yes, so it looks like Inter Milan now are taking control of the game. They're having more possession, enjoying more chances, creating a bit more, finding Lautaro Martinez, uh, putting in a lot of crosses there with DiMarco on the left-hand side and Dumfries on the right-hand side. But Inter Milan are looking like they're taking a bit more control of this game now. It's been a very, very interesting one there for Internacional. Uh, as they're trying to seek this one, it's been uh, quite tight. They've been knocked out consecutively three times uh, from the round of 16. So it's a very good plus that they were able to make it through. And this time they run all the way to the semi-finals. That in itself is big uh, for both sides. Because since they made the final in 2007, on five occasions, AC Milan have been knocked out, uh, you know, at the round of 16 stage. And uh, they've only been able to make it all the way through it. An interesting way it started. They finished second in the group, uh, you know, against Chelsea. Yes. And they had an interesting game against the Spurs. And then they managed to beat Napoli. That was the most surprising result for everyone. That you look at the form of Napoli and the form of AC Milan, you pair both. And AC Milan really had a go at Napoli. I think that was the biggest surprise, to be honest. Everyone expected Napoli to just cruise past AC Milan, but they created a real, real surprise to go and beat one of the favourites of uh, this season. Yeah, favourites of the season. Napoli will beat themselves, even though it's a huge, huge feat. Don't take it away from them. Winning um, the Scudetto for a third time. Huge. You know, last time that happened was with Maradona all the way in the 80s. So definitely it's a big... Big, big, big feat for them. Absolutely. But somewhere, somewhere in their hearts, they'll say, like Arsenal will say, we could have won it. Exactly. Napoli will say, we could have. Yes. You know, we've gone feather in the Champions League. It, it definitely, they definitely could have done that. I think seeing Napoli in the Champions League final would have confirmed their great form of this season. Yeah, appears if you're joining us, there are no goals to tell you about here, but it appears that International have what it takes to handle that. Down freeze went down very, very low. There was a was a high boot from Hernandez. So you tell me, was a was that was that boot even high, or Dumfries was overzealous and went so low? I think it was a bit of both. Um, I don't think the boot the boot really touched Dumfries's head, and I think he knows it as well. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely not intentional from from Hernandez. I think um, it was a 50-50 challenge for me. Yeah, that's we make the point uh, at some point as well in history. Barely was the uh, international coach, if you do remember, between 2016 and 2017 uh, when he took over from Frank de Boa. Had a bit of time there. Rav Leao's been giving instructions there by his head coach, and he'll be hoping that he can turn on uh, the fire. But really, it's, it's been calm, and, and it almost feels like Inter Milan have AC Milan where they want them. They, they are not quite overly troubling them at the moment. Yeah, definitely. They kind of they don't have to attack they occasionally create some chances but Inter Milan do not have to attack they don't have to score a goal if it happens that they score a goal it will be an ideal situation for them because they can just defend for the rest of the game and defend their lead so it's a great situation to be in for Inter Milan well yes they still have any problems at all interesting over the weekend as a long ball straight into the penalty box but that's been handled very well by Magnon and he's uh, keeping that ball and his gloves decides to release that to Jao Jao steps out of his 18-yard box and hits the ball back to the left-hand side. Tonali's calling for it. They decided then to go for Brahimi Diaz. Diaz with a pass out there to Calabria. Calabria turns out back to Diaz. Ball taken by Tonali. Tonali to Diaz again. Diaz will find Krunic. Krunic for Issa Milan, left-footed. Decides to go down and square to pick Tomori. Tomori side-foots this, but nobody was reading that. The ball went through the channel, but I think it was just a bit too fast. And I'm not sure if Leal really knew that was coming. Yeah, he didn't really see it coming there. I could see the combination that we're trying to do. Uh, Tomori tried to hit it into Giroud and that was the trigger for Leao to try and make that run in behind. 
to try for someone to try and hit it over the top for him maybe a bit of a miscommunication there there's a point that you make i just have to add guys if you're joining us remember that we're live on hits 103.9 fm we're live on joy 99.7 fm and we're proud uh because we're so excited that uh, as our paints are keeping us all the way through since the beginning of our commentary this season and we're certainly going to be coming away with more. I know Azar is going to stick with us. Also to tell you that the Joy Sports team at the moment is at the Bayview Village, Atomic Junction. Drive past and save yourself all the traffic for now. Let's get to watch the game and hear from you at halftime. We're excited with that. And let me add that tomorrow as well we'll be at Oliver Twist in Latibia Koshi to bring you the Manchester City versus Real Madrid game. As a pass out there to Kronich. Kronich controls that inside the centre circle. AC Milan are looking to find something. Brahimi Diaz, ball taking away from him. Diaz left it out there. Mikitarian latches onto that over the halfway line into the center circle. Tries to dummy a man. It's got in there and there was no way Krunich brought him down. And referee Clement had to really, really point out there. And he says it's a free kick. Yes, a very, very good free kick. One there by Henrik Mikitarian. Tried to turn out in the center circle, brought down by Krunich. Uh, AC Milan with a bit of mistakes, losing the ball a bit too much for my liking, trying to find meticulous passes in the final third, but they can't quite get to their man a little bit, which leads to them losing the ball very often, and that creates uh, counter-attacking opportunities for Inter. And that's an important point that you make, which is going to add as well. Uh, the reason why AC Milan are real royalty in this competition, it's amazing that in the nine semi-finals they've been able to win eight of them. If, if they don't change this... It will look like it's going to be an 8 in 10. That's definitely. That's if they don't change it. Let's see if they can. They've got opportunity here. The last time the two sides met, you know, AC Milan managed to go through on an away goals rules. Now there are no away goals rules. It's all about the day. And uh, International have that lead and win by two goals today. Also, it's all up to AC Milan to react. Diaz with a pass out down to the right-hand side. Leal was looking to get back onto it. Diaz picks it up again. And that ball has gone further back out. Hernandez looking for it. Ball comes into the penalty box. Nodded out. Uh, nodded further back out. Referee Clement Tepper points out something <laughs> we've had we've, I think the players are almost frustrated but the referee has had a, a huge part to play in the game already Messiahs and with that cross said of course uh, you look at the header that was coming in and everything that went on right in their place are getting a bit frustrated yeah I think it's going to be one of those games where we're going to see more the game uh, we're going to see more of the players arguing with the ref than actually playing football yeah. because there's so many stops and so many fouls being made uh, so we're going to see more of that, I think. I know, because like two Italian guys, <laughs> two Italian sides playing. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> well, maybe you needed a referee like Clement Print to stand in the gap and uh, to get things sorted out. It could be very, very draining on, on, on such a day where you know that AC Milan need a result badly. And uh, a very good shot of the man we're talking about, Romel Lukaku. Uh, sometimes when you think about it, he left Chelsea. Yes. And Chelsea were almost relegation favourites. We're almost yeah. going to be part of the relegation battle. Here he is in a semi-final looking to uh, get back into the Champions League final. Really, really good yes. uh, for his career. Leal picks up the ball down there. The left-hand side. AC Milan have a chance now. Twisted returning. Leal with the ball. And Leal with a wonderful shot. But that went across the face of goal. That easily could have been the first goal there. Leal with a wicked left foot. That, it really didn't work out there, but very good effort. This is what he can do. We talked about him being a talisman, creating something out of nothing. And here he is doing just that, gets away from Damian, Damian's on the floor, and with one little move, he gets away from Aterbi, a brilliant, brilliant move, as we've seen it here, and the ball just flirts with the pop, with the far post, that was a very, very good opportunity from Leal, and we're looking to see more of that. Yeah, think about that, he went with a left foot, that was even the thing, you know, he was almost losing balance, but he still managed to get a left foot on it, and with some kind of power, just lacked a bit of direction. Absolutely. This is what he can do. Something out of nothing in a matter of seconds. 38 minutes approaching inside the San Siro. Under the lights, uh, in, we're in the San Siro district. It's a cold, and so the stadium itself is uh, the Grupe Mieza, uh, which is uh, a place almost like a shrine for football in, 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 in Italy. Yes. Amazing. I have not been there before. <laughs> Neither have I. And I think I, I, anyone that goes to Milan who's a football fan, <laughs> just that, it has to be on your bucket list. Yeah, it has to be. It has <laughs> to be. It's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it's a place we have to go to. It's, yes, yeah, definitely. It's a very fantastic place from what we see and what we hear. It's a great place to be. 
uh, if you have a chance to go to Italy, certainly you'll be looking out for the, yeah, the San Siro. That's a very good place to be. Tonight they've got to do the job here, though. Two goals to nail. And a uh, big thank you to Azar Paints for bringing us commentary. Right, Beto there, wonderful shot, almost getting into the post, and that could have been very, very dangerous for AC Milan. What a wonderful, wonderful free kick constructed. I'll tell you what, I was seeing that ball going in. It was whipped in perfectly with so much pace. I don't know how Emmanuel managed to save that again. I think it hit his hand and his face at the same time. It hits both of, the, of his arms. Yeah, That's so how quick the reaction yeah, was. Yeah. But it was an amazing save from the goalkeeper oh, again. Yeah. That was a wonderful, wonderful header coming in. It was a Chao Hanoglu with that great header. 39 minutes, loaded into the penalty box again. Controls that well, tries to 10. And that ball comes in from Jekyll straight again to Mikitarian. Mikitarian with a pass out there. Chahanoglu starts it out again. Jekyll with a ball comes into the penalty box as they try to set themselves out. Will this be a corner kick in the end? Hands have gone up. Referee Clement have been really obliges. And it's going to be a corner kick going in. 40 minutes approaching at the moment of the San Siro. And Internal National are just beginning to uh, show us the agency that we wanted to see. That would have been a very good goal if it went in. It looks like Bastoni got a little deflection on it. That's how fast and how quick the ball was traveling but again amazing save from the goalkeeper Mike Mignon that that's why AC Milan brought him in to make saves like that and show his reactions Mignon with a good one there corner kick effected into the penalty box now nodded out by AC Milan hit back into it by Barella touched that nicely Lotaro Martinez another shot with a left foot and this time it was high wide and rising and obviously not the kind of target he was looking for again uh, Inter Milan very close there creating more and more opportunities for themselves and you can just see Lotaro just slips as he wants to take the shot with his left foot but it was a good opportunity created for themselves once again all loaded out into the area now Santa Seco stuff there so trying to handle it Barella is back onto it for Internacional that controls that and hits that all the way further back to his goalkeeper Onana, uh, who has seen some, yeah, I think some very, very good times this season. Uh, he's been on the red, he's not been bad at all. Um, he's had his own issues in his career, but obviously, uh, it's good, it's easy for us to say the storm is over. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, he's had his fair share of, of uh, adversities in his career, yeah. you know, the incident at Ajax and the incident with the Cameroon national team at the World Cup, yeah. but. He managed to bounce, b bounce back from that, get a move to Inter Milan, and he's doing well for himself. Very, very well. At the moment, I think Internacional have a slight issue. Is that Mkhitaryan I saw on the pitch? Just confirmed that. I again. think it is, yes. Yeah, Mkhitaryan on the pitch again, but another view of uh, exactly what Lataro Martinez was doing with that shot. He had the clear view there. If a goal went in, it was going to be very difficult for AC Milan to come back. One of the things AC Milan faithful are hoping doesn't happen. But let's see if Mkhitaryan can actually continue this game. It looks like he picked up something there i don't quite know what it is yet he's getting some treatment on the, on uh on the pitch there from the medical team but uh inzaghi will have to come up with something maybe you know uh, as a precaution maybe take him out it looks like he's his thigh uh lotaro martinez just you know sing signaling to the bench that he's okay he's up again and okay he okay, should be fine mikitarian is definitely getting himself ready live on joy 99.7 fm as we come and so it's going to be very interesting to see how these things actually pan out there. But it will be tough. It will be interesting when it goes out. Will there be a need somehow? It's only three minutes. And I think the approach will be try and keep the guys right there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we could see that on the touchline, Brozovic was actually uh, getting ready to come on. And I think uh, the, the coaching staff was telling him to get ready. Uh, but I think Mkhitaryan is, is uh, doing well as he's on the ball right now. So he should be, he should be fine added bit here in terms of what we've got uh, for the man we're talking about Onana, uh, here you made the point about I think Mkhitaryan can, can continue well he's gone down again and he's shaking his head so I don't know what the solution's going to be yes Brozovic is going to come on now I think that's been confirmed, Mkhitaryan is uh, slightly limping off the pitch what are you going to be missing um, from, Mkhit from Mkhitaryan if he's not there probably some more constructive passes some technical reading of the game you know, looking at Brozovic coming in, Brozovic may be more of the, uh, you know, the strength, the grits coming into it rather than the, the brain Absolutely. of uh, Mkhitaryan. Absolutely, you're, you're spot on there. I think Brozovic is more of a reserved player. He's more of someone who's going to sit back in the number six role, control yeah. the game, yeah. uh, dictate the game from deep, spread passes left and right. Mkhitaryan is more of the brain. He can carry a ball from box to box, from the opponents, from his own box to, to the opponent's box, find the final pass and try and make an assist maybe. 
so it's going to be interesting to see who's going to fill that role now. It yeah, looks like it's going to be Chalanoglu. Chalanoglu yeah, has to step up now because Borrella is already doing uh, the box-to-box stuff. Let's see if International can uh, deal with it. But obviously, Brozovic is a very, very, very experienced man. And Onana picks up the ball again. I just tell you about it again. He is the first Inter Milan goalkeeper to record seven clean sheets in a single Champions League uh, season. That's, that's remarkable. That's, that's remarkable. That's very remarkable. You love the story, don't you? Down for ease of the ball then for International. Trying to drive his way through. Brahim Diaz takes the ball away from him. Hernandez with a pass back to Diaz. Diaz is fine to Leao. Leao with it back to Diaz. Leao picks it up again. Diagonal to the edge of the penalty box. Into Milan. Loaded into the penalty box. Clipped nicely. Diaz has a chance to hit a shot. Cannons of Krilic nicely. Nodded back in again. Jekyll with a leg. He's still looking to get through the channel. Not as fast. Not as fast as he was before. Leao controls the ball down the left-hand side now. Allows the ball to bounce. Damn freeze. Goes over him and knocks it out for a throwing goal the way away Milan 44 minutes and 28 seconds and the lights inside the San Siro district of course uh, Italiano stuff going on here Theo Hernandez standing over it now it's going to be a throwing goal the way of Ace Milan as they try to see if they can get at least a goal that would be really good if they can yeah I think the mission now is to get a goal before half time I don't know how many minutes we're going to have of additional time, but the mission is going to be to get at least one goal. Throwing effects had loaded into the penalty box. Nobody getting quite over it. Lotaro couldn't get over it. And tomorrow smashed the ball. Tomori deep into the penalty box. Is headed out by Bastoni. Controlled again as Internacional have an opportunity. Almost running faster than the ball there. He needed to speak and take time. Chalhanoglu. Ball is off to the left. Now he'll look to find his man calling for it. Acebi has made the run, turned out, looking for the pass, but he's uh, spending a lot of time deciding what to do next. And then in the end, went for goalkeeper Onana. We are doing three minutes of add-on time. Three minutes, that's going to be um, enough for uh, AC Milan, maybe to try and get a goal, maybe to try and find something. Uh, but at the same time, if Inter Milan manage to get the ball, I think they will just keep it. And if they can go attack like they do now, they will try and create something. Left-hand side, loads the ball to the penalty box. Oh, that's a big mistake there. Dumfries gets over right now. Couldn't quite control it, and his ball's been taking away from him. Rafael Leal then in turns for AC Milan now. Couldn't quite take the ball up from him. Tonali also tried to lift the ball over. Clement Turpin turns and sets an infringement, obviously going the way of AC Milan, and they'll be very happy about it. So if you're joining us, there are no goals to tell you about. It's two goals to nail on aggregate in this. You wait for Champions League semi-final second leg between Internacional and AC Milan. It's also known as the Derby della Madonnina. Uh, that's it in Italian, obviously. Uh, was good to tell you as well last season. We all know AC Milan managed to uh, win uh, Scudetto. That was good for him as well. Yes. Uh, PLE winning uh, the Coach of the Year award. And the process, Internacional were not too far back in that one, but they Scudetto has been won very early this year. Napoli is settling with a number of games uh, to go. They could have even done that earlier than they did. Yes, and I think it's a positive thing for Italian football. And, and a fun fact maybe is that since Juventus last won the league, the league has been won by respectively Inter Milan, AC Milan yeah. and now Napoli, which Napoli. is something good for, for Italian football in the league that has been so heavily, heavily dominated by Juventus in the past decade now. Yes. That's good. The, the only disappointment from the old lady's point of view that in making the Champions League finals twice, in 2015 lost to Barcelona and then lost to Real Madrid. Real Madrid, yes. Uh, they will not be very happy about it. And then again, I think that the next year Madrid won, I think in 2018, on, on route to that, they lost to Madrid in the semi-final again. Uh, courtesy goals uh, from Ronaldo. Ronaldo <laughs> uh, single-handedly stopped uh, Juventus from winning all of that. So it's good to see some uh, Italian delight, obviously, from the Champions League side of things. Ball into the penalty box. Nobody saw that, and that was going to be getting out of it very quickly. And uh, we were trying to get back over it. So, yes. Ah. <laughs> it's a quick one. I thought Giroud was going to get back on that one, but definitely. <laughs> it looks like we're going to be ending this first half with nothing. No goals at the moment. <laughs> it's very, very controlled. What do they need to do to send it up a notch? Maybe I'll let you answer the question at halftime when referee Clement Tepin blows. What really do they need to do AC Milan? Because they have to be on the offensive. We've seen the chance from Leal, certainly not enough if you want to score a goal. But I think at, at this point, it's all about the mental side of the game. I think the tactical side of the game and the physical side of the game, they're always going to be there. But the mental side of the game is going to count a lot, especially in a game like this. I think it's just going to be a question of throw everything you have and try and find Leal, try and find Giroud up top 
and they can create something out of nothing. And just as you spoke, Revy Clement up in the end of the first half, as goal as between Internacional and AC Milan, and really, it means that Inter Milan still have the advantage. Two goals to nil, they won in the first leg, and well, don't know how to call this one. But, well, a few words from Mangion uh, to Refi Clermont. I, I, I would imagine they're speaking French. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say it. Yeah. yeah, they're speaking French both. Uh, just not happy with one or two things. But, obviously, it ends after 45 minutes in this important second leg. UEFA Champions League semi-final. Goalless between AC Milan and Inter Milan. And Messi and Inter Milan still have the advantage. Just a quick word. So, we head on to Gary. Yes, um, I think it was a very good first half. I think both teams had their fair share of chances. Uh, AC Milan took control of the game a bit more at the start as they were trying to get that quick goal. Couldn't quite find it, so the tempo dropped a little bit. Inter Milan managed to take control of the game a little bit, create one or two chances. Unfortunately, lost uh, Mkhitaryan in the first half due to uh, a slight injury. Brozovic came on to replace him. So uh, we'll see what happens in the second half. This promises to be uh, a very fiery one. I expect AC Milan to come out in the second half and go all guns blazing. Aaron Sakai alongside me in commentary position at the end of 45 minutes. Gary, I'll submit no goals to tell you about. We are not happy about that. I'm sure the fans who have been listening <laughs> in are not certainly happy about it. To all of you and hits 103.9 FM across our affiliates in Ghana and around the world on myjoyonline.com. We are so, so, so excited to bring you this anyway. But I'll be heading straight to the Bayview Village in Atomic Junction. Uh, just around Atomic Junction, Nathaniel Arto is standing by. Nat, how is it going there? charge and went ahead by two goals to nil. They're still guarding it very jealously and are looking very purposeful up. But let's see how all of it goes. We've got some uh, friends here uh, who's joining for uh, the viewing of this game. We'll be asking uh, their thoughts as we build up to the second half of the game. But of course, uh, I'm here with the rest of the members of the team. Uh, Muftao Nabila Abdullah is here. Muftao, 45 minutes of action and it's just been, you know, still looking like Inter Milan. Yes, indeed. It looks like Inter Milan. Um, a city divided, so you expected it to be very cagey, as we saw within the first 45 minutes of this contest. Two teams that have got some contrasting history with a Champions League. The last time AC Milan were in the final, that was 2007, if my memory serves me right. 2007, yeah. Yeah, when they came up against Liverpool, Filippo Inzaghi scoring two goals in the grand finale. Inter Milan in 2010, against um, Bayern Munich, um, Diego Milito scoring two goals in that final as well. So yeah, tonight, rivalry reunited um, with a divided city. We are, however, united here to watch UEFA Champions League football. So um, some fans are here to speak to us um, Very well. about what they've witnessed so far. Good evening, your name? Calvin. 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 Yeah. We did the first 45 minutes. Um, tell us, um, where do you think this guy is headed? Um, I think Inter, from, from what I've seen so far, even though um, AC Milan, you know, have been dominating. And I believe Inter has decided to sit back because they have the lead. So they can allow um, uh, AC to, you know, have the ball. And as long as it's not threatening, it's okay with them. But they, they've made a... But I, I do see AC uh, Milan coming up with a goal in the second half. Muftal, just before he continues, I realize he's wearing, uh, you know, a Manchester City shirt. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're a City fan, isn't it? All in my blood. My blood is blue. <laughs> we'll talk about the game tomorrow, but just wrap up on what you were talking about. On contest between the, the two teams. Yes, so I do see a, a, a goal coming in from um, AC Milan. And it will be interesting. It will give the game a little bit more life because it's very tight at the moment. And we don't understand why. But if a goal comes from AC Milan, then we, we will see a bad competition. But if it comes from Inter, then that's game over. Yeah, I believe. And yeah, many, many predicted um, Inter and City in the final. So... It would just be prophecy coming to. Is that is that your prediction as well? I think so. Is is it will is a tall mountain for East Milan to climb. I I think if they do, it will be very surprising. If um, Inter goes through, it will be expected. 
Yeah, and uh, because many of us uh, predicted that uh, it would be Man City and Inter Milan. In the- I, I, I think your, your prediction Manchester City making it to a grand final is because you're a Manchester fan. Mm, well, one, I believe if I ask you the best, if you are not one of those, if you're not a Real Madrid fan or one of those fans, it's got to be City. City plays, you know, better football, um, you know, has a better team than even last year. We did have a better team than, you know, others. Um, we, we were just unlucky to not have, you know, um, gone through in, in the semifinal. I mean, uh, I know Pep have Pep saying he doesn't want to hear revenge, but this will be a sweet revenge. I think it will be. We are we we are waiting for Real Madrid at the Etihad tomorrow. Waiting for Real Madrid tomorrow. Um, that is going to be the second leg of the uh, semi-final uh, contest uh, between Real Madrid and uh, Manchester City in the UEFA Champions League. But tonight we are here at Bellevue Villa. Wherever you are, you join the Joy Sports team. We are doing partnership with DSTV. They have made it possible. European football is DSTV. There isn't any other platform for you to enjoy European football other than um, DSTV. Mr. Toff. Well, um, we're still building up to the second installment of the game. And as the situation stands now, just like uh, you were discussing, it's just looking like, um, you know, much, uh, you know, Inter Milan are more purposeful up front. Um, obviously, uh, AC Milan have had a few chances which they failed to bury. And uh, 45 minutes is a lot of time in football, but it can be very, very limited time, especially considering the way, uh, you know, Inter are spreading themselves out, uh, you know, taking most of the chances and ensuring that they have a lot of um, possession of the ball as well. And Jose Mourinho, but, who's the but, last uh, man... Uh, uh, Mr. Ato, yes. um, in the UEFA Champions League, and um, I'll take you back... This is a competition that was. It's always yeah. possible. 2005, Liverpool versus AC Milan in that grand finale. I remember. And then very well. there, there was the Roma versus Barcelona. Very well. 2008. Roma was going to beat Barcelona in progress. And then there was also versus Liverpool. So in the UEFA Champions League, never, never. Because never say never. However, you know. Um, okay, so let's let's just push you a little bit, Muftal. Are you leaning towards? Uh, you know, an AC Milan comeback tonight. Just like last weekend, Danny K was leaning towards uh, a Manchester, Manchester City comeback. City. <laughs> Actually, I've got a certain soft spot for AC Milan, maybe because of nostalgia. Because if you take a look at the AC Milan, 204, 205, likes of Clarence Seedorf, Giladino, Filippo Inzaghi, and my man Gattuso, Nesta, that was that was the AC Milan, not this AC Milan that we are watching. But there's not that possibility that AC Milan they've got what it takes to pull through and make it to the final of the competition. Two goals, it takes just a second to make a game, and within that second, when there's a goal, within a minute you can have two goals, and the tie will be up. All right. Um, another another thing which uh, which is of of great concern, especially as we get into the second installment, will be the, the switching of you know, roles on the pitch and even introducing some players as well. Uh, you know, in the first leg, we saw the likes of, um, you know, Romelu Lukaku uh, get, get introduced uh, for the Inter Milan side and it sort of solidified their, 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 their campaign up front. What, what do you expect to happen tonight in terms of the switches from the bench? I think tonight, AC Milan have been very good. Last week, they made mistakes within the first 15 minutes and that, that's why the game was over within the first 15 minutes of of that tie but tonight they've been very solid they've been able to cover the spaces and um that is why the tie is still the tie is still the way we've, we've seen it so far so i think that if there's going to be changes that would impact how ac Milan or inter Milan will approach the final 45 minutes of this tie it has to do with the agency i think the agency is rather going to be one thing that would impact, and not necessarily the personnel in this game. Is that all? Well, uh, 
let's see how the game is impacted. But as it's looking, Inter Milan are flying high. Um, have had the better in terms of possession. They've had the better of chances as well. What now remains is to see if we're going to see any goals. Question is, where are the goals going to come from? And maybe, maybe Lord might have an idea where the goals will be coming from, Loris. I think AC Milan in the sparking attack and to, to get that going, there's a certain player who was involved in the last big comeback in a, in a stage like this in the Champions League, Divo Corrigi. We saw him last week when he came on, he tried to create some impressions in the game, but then with the kind of way AC Milan are playing, I don't think they've involved their wingers so much in the game. They need to get Rafael Liao more on the, on the ball. You, you, you say that they are not getting more on the ball because Matthew Damien is staying close to him. That is one aspect of Damien's game to take out his, his opponent from the game. But then this is a Rafael Liao who doesn't fear taking on opponent. So get Rafael Liao more in the game. Bring on Divock Ricky who will make more runs in the box and then cause havoc for defenders. I think that should be an option for um, Stefano Pioli to counter. Well, uh, Stefano Pioli has a lot of technical advice to get from uh, Lawrence here. And so we're going for the remaining part of the action and so would hand over back to the studio. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.